Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome uh, to today's pre-market trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can uh, for today's trading opportunities. Um, and it does, on the surface, it does look like there's some interesting opportunities to try and take advantage of uh, over the course of the day. Um, something that we've been building for most of last week, although there was long, long periods of, of um, inactivity, really, in, in many ways. But beginning to make some progress and now we're wanting to see if if we get some continuation in in last week's progress so let me break it down for you in a little bit more detail um of course if we can start as always with our risk warning good morning everybody good to have you with us i hope you're all keeping well and you had a good weekend okay please see our risk warning currently up on screen now just as a quick intro, all profitable traders, they need to be able to consider which markets to trade. Of course, trade selection is uh, there's thousands of markets to choose from. You know, which market should get your attention? And more importantly, why are you trading those those markets? Um, then once you've decided which markets to trade, it's about trade entries, uh, trade exits. That's your trading strategy coming to the, to the fore. Um, then, of course, there needs to be a strong focus on risk management. So how much capital you commit to each trade prior to uh, entry. Um, risk is not something we, we generally sort of mess around with. We certainly don't increase, we never increase our exposure in a trade. Um, what we do is try and mitigate risk on that trade. So removing risk wherever possible. Um, trade management as well. Once once that market moves in, in your favor, um, you want to try and make sure that you don't end up giving back um, all your gains uh, and then end up, end up taking a loss in those trades. So how do you manage a trade to a successful outcome and trading psychology as well? All very, very important considerations. And just to let you know, we do we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. So it is about the whole sort of holistic approach to trading financial markets. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our trading approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital and of course being patient as well so um let's start review of these potential market moving news then <clears throat> so from a, a data-driven perspective there's very little um it is probably we did have quite an important week last week a really quiet start to the week um but then we saw inflation in the UK actually tick much, much higher. We're expecting 8.4% 4, 8 annual inflation, and we saw a year-on-year -year figure of 8.7. So with the, some of these central banks, what they're now seeing is um, inflation beginning to tick higher a li just a little bit. And that's, um, that's uh, in contrast really to what these central banks were saying a month ago so there was a very very kind of positive outlook a month ago that inflation is likely to continue lower and when we started to see all these prints come through they came in you know in line with expectations or below um, now there is an expectations for these inflation numbers to come in lower but they're actually ticking a little bit higher and that's a little bit of a concern and one of the problems we have with current monetary policy from all these major central banks is that they're very, very late to the party. That's the first thing. 
they were talking about transitory inflation when it was clearly structural. So there were six, eight months, depending on which central bank you're talking about, six to eight months late in, in reacting to inflation when they should have been raising rates a lot, lot earlier. They decided not to. <clears throat> they kept talking about transitory inflation, which, you know, most observers were scratching their heads in terms of how they can come to those decisions. Never mind, you know, time will obviously prove whether these central banks are correct or not. And time proved that these central banks were, um, they to to reacting to a, a very, just because we, we've had little or no inflation over 20 years, uh, it doesn't mean that if you print um, more money than they've ever printed in human history before, that it's not going to lead itself to a um, to higher inflation. They thought it'll have a very transitory impact, and they were proven wrong. And now the second mistake is doing potentially what the Fed have already done, which is pause interest rate hikes. So last week, Jerome Powell was grilled in front of all the politicians in the House and the Senate um, in terms of what the Fed did and why they did it. Um, and the upshot is that the, the Fed have decided to pause because they jumped from 0 0.25 to 5.25, you know, over a 15 month period, which is the fastest rate hiking cycle ever. Or certainly since since the, the late 70s. And um, yeah, very much sticking to his, you know, we've pushed rates very high, very quickly. Let's wait and see. All these rate hikes have a bit of a lag. So they want to see where, where this lag is, is kind of taking the economy, whether it's overheating, whether it's cooling off. Um, so it's within their remit to kind of pause and um, still really didn't, we weren't able to get a proper answer in terms of why the Fed have to continue to raise rates and, and why they're not really doing it at this stage. Just the part, just really it's just down to caution. And the problem with that is what, what they're actively saying is that inflation is fully in control of their economy and not, not the Fed, and not the Fed approach to, to monetary policy. And that's a dangerous place to be when the US were in that same situation in the 70s they had to push rates up to 20% and that has massive impact and led the company, led the country to a very significant recession. So it's a very careful balancing act. Jerome Powell got through it, but I think what these markets have been left with is this, this kind of hawkish, um, recessionary based backdrop, which we think is the reason for the, the price action over the course of last week, which we'll have a look at in just a second. We also had the, uh, the BOE surprise to the upside. Uh, we're expecting 25 basis point rate hike. We saw a, a 50 basis point rate hike. Uh, the Swiss National Bank as well. Um, They raised rates, yeah, just, sorry, just up here, uh, 1.5 to 1.75. Uh, 
with potentially more rate hikes in the pipeline. That's pretty much where we're at. And interest rate hikes are the only thing these central banks can really do to impact, to kind of destroy demand a little bit, um, which would have a net impact of reducing prices. Um, they don't really have any significant impact on the supply side, which has um, been a huge feature for this price hike and also on the uh, the price gouging side you know they don't really they don't they're not able to have any massive impact on that side of things but what they can do is impact demand if they increase the cost of refinancing and when homeowners go to remortgage they, they'll they'll find that their mortgage repayments are much much higher and as a result um they have less disposable income to spend on other things. So they end up cutting back. If they can refinance, of course, there'll be a lot of companies in a lot of debt over the last 10, 15 years that will need to refinance in the coming 12 months. And um, we need to keep one eye open for delinquencies and um, uh, make sure if those numbers start to tick higher, you know, there could be a very significant recession coming down the line if the Fed do get this wrong. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Manufacturing, and just quickly on manufacturing and services. On Friday, we have manufacturing and services numbers coming through for the French economy, German, uh, the Eurozone as a whole, the UK and the US. And what's interesting to note is that they're all performing worse than expected with manufacturing coming in. You know, it, we're still contracting as far as manufacturing concerned across these major economies um, and even on the services side of things which are mildly growing um, they're not growing as fast as what was anticipated so there's a bit of a slowing down in services as well all of these things lend they kind of support this very mildly bearish view in our opinion and that's what we're currently trying to trade as well. So let's have a look at the US indices. We have an expectation for further downside. Um, and then if we do get down to these lower levels, not only will we be able to book in profit on these trades, but they may give us an opportunity to get in on a bit of a swing to the upside. But we will have to keep all options open. Um, but short term, we do have a, a bearish bias. We would expect these markets to, to make new lows. And we'll see if today we get the momentum for that to happen. And we'd expect these to come move down into these strong support levels. So that's the US indices we have. I mean, there's not much volatility so far today, but we'd expect further downside. And the FTSE, finding a bit of support around levels of support, which is um, not too surprising. And that's basically how, how support levels work. Um, so uh, we'll take this little low in here on the 31st of May. Take the low 74.41. Excuse me. And uh, this low in here is the 74.40. So pretty much bouncing off the exact same price. And... Um, it's now looking a little bit more positive. Um, we have to look at the pound in order to 
you know, we'd have a, an expectation for the dollar to mildly strengthen against the pound, really, for that trade to kind of stack up because the inverted nature of, of the FTSE and, and the British pound. The DAX is looking, you see, I think it's a bit too early to say, isn't it? Um, certainly, Friday's price action ended quite quite bearish. Um, and so far today, there's, there's not really much progress made. Um, Bitcoin, just to let you know where it's, it's benefited from a little bit of decent move, um, a, a very significant move last week. And it's to do with sort of major financial institutions like BlackRock, you know, applying for a license to, to offer their clients, you know, crypto ETF. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that performs. If they get, if they get approval, then you'd probably see these prices continue higher. If, if, if the authorities reject those, those proposals, then you'd probably see it sell off quite considerably. Um, plus there's a bit of a rotation out of tech, it seems. And, um, if money comes out, you'd be looking for places where money's likely to go and, um, you know, Bitcoin is kind of one of those markets where you might see some further, some further upside in the short term. Okay, moving on to commodities, we have a downside view on gold um, with further expectations to see prices kind of pushing down to these lows in here. Got the nineteen ten low um we do have our take profit just below it it's the 1905 so we're very close to taking profit there on friday before we we had a massive reversal um still performing well staying staying with that trade whatever trading you're doing at the moment you're going to have to be a little bit patient and put up with some uncomfortable little turnarounds um okay us oil we got lower highs We've also got higher lows in there, so we really need to break out of this range, and um, it's not really tradable till till we see that. Okay, so looking now at the dollar, so we've got a kind of risk-off market condition. So instinctively, we want to see is there signs of a bit of dollar strength, and you'd have to say on Friday, yes. You know, we had some significant dollar strength on Friday. We're expecting more strength. In the early part of this week, we're quite close to, to levels of potential support, but we're not quite there just yet. Pound dollar could still expect another little small leg to the downside. Pound yen up at these elevated levels, really strong for the move on Thursday and Friday last week. Dollar Swiss, um, our bias is to the downside. Oh, sorry, sorry, to the upside in the Dollar Swiss. Um, and again, we had a decent move to the upside on Friday before it pulled back really quite aggressively, except our bias is still to the upside. And you, as you can see, we're only sort of 20, 30 pips away from taking profit in this trade as well. Dollar CAD, this could be a bit of a tough one. Uh, certainly looks at the moment as if that, 
you know we don't have dollar strength across the board but we're anticipating we're perhaps likely to do so so the aussie and new zealand had sort of been looking quite positive overnight it's now sort of rolling over and looking a little bit more negative euro pound if you were following this last week we, we got a bounce off the back of the inflation number and we got a little bit of pound strength creeping in post um f um post uk rate hike um which we we're kind of anticipating so again our bias probably short term to the downside for the pound but we will have to wait and see on that one and then the yen is up at these elevated levels showing no signs of correcting or giving an opportunity to trade them so we can pretty much trade very similar trade plan to most of last week um we, we can keep it fairly simple as well the only the only one market we'd we'd, we'd like to add to that excuse me Okay, so we're going to look for some continuing risk-off market conditions. We're going to look for further U.S. indice weakness. This is again a part of that corrective move we were talking about last week. Um, further dollar strength, corrective move, and we're going to put gold back in because it's now finished messing around to the upside and is now looking like it's rolling over to the downside. Um, so. So I'm just going to find this number. So we're currently at the 1922. So yeah, below this level would give us further downside. 1922. Okay. Right. So that's our trade plan. Uh, I'll post it into the chat box now for you, so you can take that away and we'll switch rooms now in just a just a minute or two okay right so there you go it's in your chat box there guys um so feel free to take it away with you if you need to and um yeah, so look, we'll wrap it up for the session. We'll switch rooms now to the European trading session and we'll see if we can actually actively get involved in some of these trades. Um, the, the market sentiment, we're, we're currently in a, in a bit of a corrective move as far as um, this risk on trade is concerned. But this, the sentiment behind these markets is shifting to a little bit. Um, it's looking a little bit more bearish now. Um, so we, we really want to not just benefit from our current risk off trades, but you know, to make decisions whether we continue to, to adopt this risk off market condition. And of course the markets will always determine that or whether we, we actually start to, to look for buying opportunities um, once we've booked in profit. So we do have some interesting decisions to make keeping a close eye on the dollar strength, continuing to strengthen. Bond yields are continuing to push higher. 
and we have this downward impact in commodities. So right now, things kind of fit together quite nicely, but for how long, that's the question. Okay, so on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Um, appreciate it as always. Um, and you've got your trade plan into the chat box, so hopefully that will kind of assist you a little bit. We'll, we'll just have a more of a generic overview on US indice weakness. We're obviously in the S&P and the, and the NASDAQ already. And the dollar strength, we're in the, the dollar Swiss to the upside. Um, and gold, we're also in gold as well to the downside. So we're in most of these trades already. We want to see if we can perhaps add to maybe something like the dollar. See if we start seeing some, some strength creep in there. Um, and be very selective about which which opportunities we, we look at. Great stuff. Any questions, guys, feel free to post them into the chat box. If not, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we'll be uh, trading, we do Traders Markets live every day um, from 8 a.m. to the European trading session, and then we're back again at 12.45 p.m. UK time. So if you want to join us, very welcome to do so. Just go to livetrading.com for more information. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Great stuff. On that note, take care. Enjoy the rest of the day. We'll speak to you soon. And we'll switch rooms down. Bye for now.